Hello, hello, welcome back to your being uncovered. Today on this bite-sized episode, I'll be reviewing the book Flourish. It's a new understanding of happiness and well-being and how to achieve them. It was written uh, by the guru himself of positive psychology, Dr. Martin Seligman. Uh, so yeah, um, he's actually, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, he is the inventor of the well-being movement. He kind of, um, he's a very significant figure in well, our world's culture, and uh, which also makes him a big target of attacks. So you probably read a one or two about him if you happen to cross by. Uh, so yeah, uh, this book in general uh, kind of focuses on going um, using positive psychology to go beyond the treatment of depression and anxiety, uh, and in a way to try to create lives that are more rewarding. Uh, so yeah, he found something really nice. I mean, he taught this book generally taught me only two things, um, the importance of resilience and optimism. And I found there were a bunch of very interesting facts in there. Uh, one of them mentioning that, well, these two characteristics uh, can be a better predictor of a person's academic, academical achievement, uh, more than it is uh, regarded for IQ and they can actually reduce the annual chance of dying by 21% uh, and yeah furthermore like in his book he kind of provides um, tactics on maintaining your well-being and he fixated he fixated his point on the notion that happiness isn't shouldn't always be the end goal the end goal is to reduce suffering and how it is we reduce suffering well this is kind of subjective and like it changes from one person to another uh what he kind of says is um okay so there's this thing called perma right perma is an abbreviation uh, for positive emotions e for engagement r for relationships M for meaning and A for accomplishment. Now, the way a person navigates those five um, five elements is the way the way they ease their suffering. And um, yeah, so he he kind of Martin Seligman really goes against the notion of monism. I, uh, by monism, I mean like focusing on happiness alone, and I kind of really agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean happiness shouldn't always be the end goal, you know. Well-being should be. Um, but I do, I do kind of agree, disagree with him with the two other issues. Um, so yeah, like for example, we all know Abraham Lincoln, right? Abraham Lincoln made was a highly accomplished person. I mean, um, no one needs to decide um, how big his accomplishments are on an exterior, external criterion. We all know, uh, but he was very miserable. <laughs> so um, yeah, he was so, so he was high on one element but he was low in another and that that's where individual differences come in ha- come in hand and come in you know role uh so yeah bringing me back to my two issues with the way he views his, uh he views um happiness and uh, the idea of flourishing i found his views to be very um individualistic in a manner where he doesn't take into consideration uh a community's overall well-being especially because like in that last chapter of his he did talk about politics yet he seemed to forget to mention um how can one sustain a community's overall happiness levels and well-being um yeah another thing thing to mention as well is well how do i say this i mean um he kind of he kind of fixates on the idea that um, happiness is no longer needed because, well, 
material things are already equating uh, our necessities and fulfilling everything we need that's completely wrong um we've never needed it more than we needed it in the back in the 18th century um but yeah i kind of i kind of do like his uh techniques though he provided um daily goals such as um uh like um bringing in a gratitude journal or um doing something altruistically altruistically as like uh, without expecting a reward um uh, in return uh, counting your blessings um exploiting your strengths rather than attacking your own weaknesses these are very nice tactics and i i mean um, why not try them uh and yeah oh another very interesting fact that he did mention was that um if we did use those really simple day-to-day tactics um 51% of the world's population can be flourishing by 2051. And I would, uh, and that would kind of like, how do I say this? If you did the math properly, that would add less than uh, 5% of the misery. That would cause, yeah, 5% less misery in the world. So yeah, why not? By 2051, less misery. Um, I hope so. I mean, this is just a statistic at the end of the day. Uh, but yeah, Seligman was dead right about a bunch of things. And um especially the one where he said that wherever we want to go people's values will always be the main force that determines the outcome so yeah your values are your anchor at the end of the day um and yeah i hope you can navigate them correctly to produce more happiness and flourishing not just for yourself but for the ones around you uh anyways i hope this book review has been of good use this is the first time i criticize um something um about a book Hmm. Uh, But yeah, uh, I thank you for all for listening. Have a beautiful day. Bye.